Alan Harris III here. Welcome once again to the start of season six of the Story Podcast. I am so excited to be kicking off this very special season of the podcast talking about the five storytelling types. It's going to be a fun few months together. We're getting things started with a type that I believe many of you in the story community are, and that is a type we simply call the amplifier. If you haven't taken the storytelling type assessment over at storygatherings.com, you should. It's going to give you a deeper insight into each of these five types that we're going to be covering, and it'll help you determine your dominant storytelling type. But for now, let me tell you a few things about the type that we refer to as the amplifier. First, amplifiers are uniquely skilled at understanding the power of doing just that, amplifying the voices and stories around them. You are the promoters. You're the ones who help a message get heard. You are oftentimes the person behind the person, but in a crucial role where you're helping those who need their stories to be told. You show them how to connect on a deeper level as they tell those stories. You're skilled at being able to step into the stories of others, giving fresh perspective and processes to something that might be needing an injection of life so that people pay attention. Amplifiers are professional, they're connected, they're often visionaries and powerful storytellers who hold a variety of vocations. One such vocation that may come as no surprise to you, might seem most obvious for the amplifier is, yes, you guessed it, marketers. These are the people who get in the weeds of others' stories, guiding them on how to engage and connect most effectively with their audience. My good friend, Ben Stewart, co-founder of Louder Agency, has been by my side at Story since we started in 2016. And he is not only exceptional at what he does for his clients, but he really is a leading voice as a marketing professional. He is an amazing amplifier. To kickstart these next two episodes on the role that amplifiers play and how we can all learn from them, regardless of our storytelling type, let's listen in to some of the wisdom that Ben shared in his talk back at Story 2020. Well, I'm going to take a minute, storytellers, and let's talk about marketing. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what emotion just stirred up in you. I know for me, 10 years ago, before I was a marketer, I did not have the greatest view of marketers. Uh, I considered marketers those people who came in and rolled into town and sold you a lie. They told you whatever they needed to tell you to try to get you to convert and buy, and then they rolled out before you realized that the promises that they had made were empty promises. And uh, that was my view of marketing. So I, I didn't really want to do that, as you might expect. And yet, here, 10 years later, this is where I find myself. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a marketer. And I'm proud of being a marketer because I learned that there's another way that my definition of marketing, while it may have been true that that certainly did happen and actually still happens now, it's not the only way. You see, we don't have to rely on manipulation. We don't have to rely on coercion. We don't have to rely on fear and telling stories of fear, telling stories of shame, telling stories that lead to desperate actions in order to market. That is a conversion at all costs mentality, and that is the wrong mentality for long-term storytelling. Because as Harris said, the power of story and the power of marketing relies in its ability to connect to build relationships. And true marketers, marketers who really care, are marketers who are, are trying to build relationships. Relationships that are built on trust and affinity.
I love this point of view from Ben about the job of a marketer. The idea that focusing on trust, building trust, telling stories that build trust and affinity. This is exactly what speaks to our point about what drives amplifiers, telling and shedding light on the stories of others, all with service and relationship in mind at least the ones that do it well, right? Like true amplifiers, they understand that though they're using their unique skill set to drive the sharing of someone else's vision and passion, it's not always their story. They're helping shape and mold the building blocks of success for someone else. And great amplifiers know how to do that while balancing the art of not losing themselves in the process. If you're an amplifier, you are crucial to every aspect of telling stories effectively. Without you, so many of these stories, those visions, these world-changing ideas, they'd struggle to be heard and understood, delaying them for years or possibly even forever. But again, you don't have to be an amplifier in order to learn from those who are. We can all get better at leveraging the power of story to amplify what needs to be seen, heard, and experienced in a very noisy and crowded marketplace of ideas. How? Listen in on more wisdom from Ben's talk. Well, at Louder, we use a framework called the Customer Value Journey, which is an eight-step process from that initial awareness, the very, very beginning of somebody finding out about your brand, through the end result of becoming an active promoter or a brand evangelist. And what that does for us is it keeps us honest so that we don't jump from step one to step four or to step eight too quickly. Desmond Morris, a zoologist several years back, wrote a book called um, Intimate Behavior, which is all about the 12 stages of human intimacy. He found that people follow the same general process going from strangers to intimate partners. And uh, that's the basis of this eight-step customer value journey framework. Just like in human relationships, our marketing relationships, before we ask for that conversion, before we ask for marriage, we've got to earn the right to get there. Now, for some people, that may happen faster than others, and that's fine. You don't want to create friction or speed bumps along the way per se, but you want to allow people who are ready to move slowly to, to move more slowly. Okay, let me, let me land the plane. I'm a, I'm a pretty practical nuts and bolts kind of guy. So what that means in practical terms is your marketing up front needs to not focus on conversion. First, you need to focus on trust, building trust, telling stories that build trust and affinity. What's your common mission? First, that means don't fall in love with your product or your service. Fall in love with your tribe. Who do you want to serve? Who is the audience that you love serving? And you would be willing to change your product or service in order to serve that audience better. Because if you start with love, start by caring, then you can start to build relationships and earn the trust that you need to eventually lead to conversion. Now, when we hear storytelling in marketing, oftentimes I think we think about those high dollar YouTube videos that are awesome videos that big brands tell. I actually asked several of my agency uh, owner partner or friends uh, about how storytelling works in marketing and some of their favorite examples. And that's what I got. I got a lot of links of really great videos, but we don't do that. Actually, story is part of is all parts of marketing. Every word on every page and every email, everything that you put out is story, is a story. And so story doesn't have to exist in high dollar videos. Story exists in the hero section of your website. It exists in every email that you write and every ad. So let's talk about that. 
stories start with empathy. When you found that tribe, that audience who you want to serve, you need to show empathy, show that you understand where they are and speak to that empathy. You need to build trust and that affinity. Talk about your mission. What are your commonalities? This works the same as any other relationship. If I were meeting somebody for the first time, I don't start by asking for marriage or having a big ask. I start by understanding where they are in life. I start by finding the commonalities that we have because we all have commonalities. And then that helps me determine whether they are, we are in the same tribe or not and how I can serve them, how we can serve each other and how we can go deeper in our relationship together. Works the same with your marketing. Ultimately, you need to care. And then you need to be true to who you are. There are a ton of marketing tactics out there. Some of them, again, like I said, still apply today. If you've ever seen one of those pop-ups that say, uh, you know, want more leads for your business? Yes, I want more leads. And the other button says, no, I want my business to fail. That's shame. That's not a marketing tactic that's true to who you are as a brand. That's not a marketing tactic designed to build more customers. Sure, you might get a quick buck. You might make more money up front, but you're gonna make that one-time sale and you're not gonna be in a long-term relationship with a customer base, with a tribe, with a community of people. And that is the way that marketing works best for the long-term. So avoid those, be true to who you are and be true to showing empathy, building trust, building affinity, and caring. Care first, connect second, and then third, that's when you get to conversion. There are two storylines that your marketing needs to follow. When you pull people into your website through your ads or you're sending emails, the first story is the hero's journey. You've probably heard this. This is how you spread hope. You talk about the transformation that your audience can achieve and that you can help them achieve. And that's the, that's the story that you've probably heard about with marketing, right? But there's another storyline that's involved. Just like any great action movie, there's always the hero's journey and the love story. And that love story is between your audience member individually and you. That's the investment. That's the connection. And you do that through stories that connect because that is the true power of storytelling. Now, one last thing before I go. The same power of connection in story works the other way. I believe the opposite side of that coin is the same power of story to connect people can be used to divide people. Sometimes, maybe even not intentionally. Oh man, that's more great wisdom right there, right? Look, in the face of storytelling becoming a buzzword because of others beginning to tap into its incredible power at changing hearts and minds, I have been saying and shouting from the rooftops for over a decade now that story's greatest power is actually not in its ability to convert, but in its ability to connect. Yes, I love this perspective from Ben that reminds us of that truth, that there's always a hero's journey and a love story, and that love story is between your audience member individually and you, and that we're humans connecting with humans for the sake of making the world better. Think about ways that you do your job to connect humans with other humans for the sake of making the world better through the stories that you tell. How are you doing this effectively? How have you not shown up with your best? What are some practical ways that you can invite others into creating that hero's story and love story in tandem with their vision and passion? Look, you don't have to be Don Draper of Mad Men or Leo Burnett or William Hurst to tell great stories. But what you do have to be is service oriented. To do this well, you have to be willing to walk alongside your clients or donors or followers, whoever it is that you are seeking to serve as you gain a depth of understanding of their story and what they really need. 
Your purpose is one of great power. It's not meant to be a quick turn or a tricky moneymaker that keeps you disconnected from your passion to showcase others. Your gifts and talents should not be squandered. So market and amplify with great responsibility and effectiveness. Ben puts it this way. In drawing one group together, you are excluding another group of people. So be careful. We, the marketers, moving into this new day, have a responsibility to use our platform, to use whatever words that we speak to connect humans. This is relational marketing. There is no B2B, there is no B2C. Everything is H to H. We're humans connecting with humans for the sake of making the world better. Hopefully that involves selling some of your products or services, getting people engaged together in meaningful ways to change the world. So we have a responsibility as we move into this new day. Uh, I go back to the story of Dr. Seuss and uh, his story of the Sneetches. The Sneetches who live on beaches. Some of them have stars on their bellies. Some of them have none upon bars. Um, and then the salesman comes into town and he sells the, the Sneetches without stars, the ability to get stars. Immediately, he, he seemingly is helping them, right? He's helping them engage with the other Sneetches. But the reality is that he is spreading the false story that they are already telling themselves that there is a difference between Sneetches and that in order to be equal, they need to conform and they need to add stars to their bellies. What I'm saying is don't get caught up in a lie. Don't spread lies. Make sure that you're spreading the truth. Care about your audience, connect with your audience, and then that will lead to conversions. And that is the true power of storytelling and marketing. I hope that as an amplifier, or as people who regularly come in contact with amplifiers, that you have a greater understanding of how you effectively create change and impact in this world. You are an integral part of how our stories are told, willing to get into the nitty gritty details, shining light exactly where it was meant to be shown. Through a deeper understanding of yourself and what drives your work, you will gain useful tools to motivate and focus your work, as well as tap into enormous potential that you have as a gifted storyteller, both personally and professionally. And look, if you're not an amplifier, I hope you're already getting excited about this season and how we're categorizing and leveraging these amazing ideas from such extraordinary creators and storytellers. I hope that you're already beginning to learn from amplifiers like Ben, who have much to teach us in this area. We can all get better at this. We're going to explore amplifiers over these next few episodes and how we can all learn how to amplify better together. Look, if you haven't taken the assessment yet, now's the time. Head over to storygatherings.com. You'll find the storytelling type assessment right there on the homepage. I can't wait to share more with you. As always, we'd love your continued support and feedback. You can email me directly anytime. I read it all personally, harris at astoria.com. That's harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, at astoria, I-S-T-O-R-I-A.com. I-S-T-O-R-I-A.com, Harris at Astoria.com. If you enjoyed this episode, but haven't taken the time to leave a rating or review, please do that. It's a very small investment of your time, and it really does go a long way to helping us grow the story community and this podcast. Y'all, I still cannot believe that this podcast has grown into one of the top one and a half percent of podcast in the entire world. <laughs> that is incredible. Okay, that's it for this episode. I am Harris the Third. I'm so glad you joined us for this episode of the Story Podcast. 
I'll talk to you next week, and together we'll continue to get better at telling stories that matter. The Story Podcast is a production of the Astoria Collective. It is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. All music is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit storygatherings.com.